0: This podcast is a member of the WrestleJoy Podcasting Network. Visit WrestleJoy.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as interviews, show reviews, articles, and more, as we bring out the joy in the wrestling world today.
1: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to Welcome to the internet's most sophisticated wrestling podcast. Discussing the weekly aspects of it all, right here on... The Four Monkeys Wrestling Podcast!
2: Welcome back to the Bald Monkeys Podcast. Christopher is here with you for another interview. The captain, Captain Chuckles, is here. Hi, Captain. How's it going?
1: I'm hoping I don't lose internet tonight because we got a, a thunderstorm rolling through. So We are going to power Hopefully. through
2: no matter what. So if he disappears, we're still going to power through because we have Casey Catal here. Casey, thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah, this weather has been nuts. So if my power goes out, I'm sorry, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will sit here and talk to myself. We, there you we, go. We've done crazier things. Amazing. So we appreciate you taking the time out to speak yes, to us. Yes, thank you. Um, we're going to go ahead and start the interview the same way we start every one of our interviews. We like to find out where the beginning was and what was young Casey Catal like.
0: Oh, man, I love this question. Um, I, I never get it, and it's just funny to think back. I was dramatic, and, I mean, you could probably tell that I am now, but I was such a ham. Uh, I was always putting on shows in my parents' living rooms and – um one really funny story actually is um I was trying to put on a show for like my whole family one time and my grandfather, um I I was like I didn't know what I was gonna do and I was like, oh my God, like everyone's up here. Like I need to put on this show. So I decided I needed to volunteer. So I took my grandfather and I'm like, hey, can you like volunteer? And he's like, yeah. And I'm thinking like what am I gonna do? I had one of those like old like 90s toy boxes like the big like plastic ones mm-hmm. I put the the cover of it on the floor and I was like just stand on this and he's like why and I'm like you're gonna go surfing and I like grab the thing and just like shove it out and he just falls on his face oh, everyone's no. like oh my god you're grabbing <laughs> right his hips so like I was just doing stuff like that like so dramatic all the time like begging my mom if I was thirsty for water like crawling on the ground and being like water like just over the top and like i was such a handful but it explains how i ended up like this so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how old was grandpa at the time
0: old enough <laughs> 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 old enough
1: <laughs> well it doesn't sound like he broke a hip or anything so no. at least nothing good. bad happened
0: he's good, he's good.
2: <laughs> so that's young Casey. you can tell now how do you start getting into wrestling? What I know your journey's not quite the same as many, but nah. when was your first memory of like noticing wrestling?
0: Um, yeah, so I knew like what WWE was like growing up. Like I knew who like John Cena was and The Rock, but yeah, Hulk Hogan. Like I never followed it, um, never watched it. My family wasn't into it. So um, I was living on Long Island, and my friends invited me to an indie wrestling show. And they're like, hey, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, it's better than going to a bar on a Friday night. Like, let's go to an indie show. And I had so much fun. Like, the coolest thing ever is Psycho Circus at, um, mm-hmm. at NYWC. So it's, like, their hardcore show. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, everyone's bleeding everywhere. There's, like, barbed wire. Like, this is wrestling. This is so fun. Um, so I, like, fell in love with it from there. Uh, ended up dating a wrestler actually and he was like you know this is like my thing i don't want you to get involved in it sort of thing and i'm like okay i get it and then we dated for like three years and the day after we broke up i signed up for wrestling training (laughs) (laughs) there you go i'll
2: I'll show you Yeah. (laughs)
0: yeah Which is pretty funny. But yeah, I was never really into it. Um, and I just fell in love with it. And he was so into like WWE. So we watched every pay-per-view. Every Monday Night Raw, we had to be there sitting live. Like we couldn't miss it. It couldn't be DVR, which pissed me off sometimes. I'd be like, can we go out to dinner tonight? Like, why do I have to watch this? Like record it. But yeah, so it kind of just like, threw me into this crazy world. And I've been in it ever since.
2: Now, did anybody stand out as a wrestler that you kind of fell in love with as you were watching during that period of time?
0: Oh, yeah. I had so many. I love Chris Jericho, and he still stands as my favorite wrestler to this day. I watched a lot of ECW, and I fell in love with Tommy Dreamer, Oh, um, like the coolest guy ever. Um, really look up to him. Yeah, like people like that. I love Natty. So there's like some people that stuck out for me, um, but it's funny to look back and see the people like I idolize. It's just, it's just so strange.
2: Well, it's cool. You can, you can even say that the people you're idolizing are still around yeah. to this day. So you can not only idolize them, but stand shoulder to shoulder with them yeah. and, and maybe luckily, you know, one day be in a ring with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I've gotten to be in the ring with, with some of them that I watched on TV. So it's just, it's pretty surreal when you look back at it, it's like, wow, it's full circle in a short amount of time.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. But any one any one of them stand out as the one that you like would peg as man, I could be like her or I could be like him and I could be a wrestler.
0: Uh, yeah. I think that for me was Natty because she reminded me sort of of myself that, you know, I'm not like all the other girls, like the model types and the ones that are in WWE. And I never felt like I would fit into that kind of category. So the people that were just like super rough and tough, who trained with the boys, who were still amazing and still entertaining. I was like, all right, that's, that's my girl.
2: So. And so, Natty's yeah. still going strong too. Yeah, she is. Yeah.
0: He's so good. And people like get so annoyed. They're like, I don't like Natty. And I'm like, well, tough. <laughs> <'Cause> I <do. laughs> so.
1: so I have one question and yeah. you, you don't have to answer because it's, it's not on our our list of what or we no. send out. Um, but you mentioned Long Island. Yeah. Can you say where on Long Island that part of, of the story kind of was?
0: yeah uh for like seeing all the indie stuff or that was in Deer Park so that was like out Suffolk County
1: yeah yep Yep. you know know it over there? Uh, we are actually both originally from Long Island
0: stop what parts? I'm gonna ask you questions now. (laughs)
1: Uh, I grew up in Oceanside uh, and in I, Nassau I, County. and
0: I, Rock, I lived in Rockville Center. That's where my mom lives.
1: And that's where Christopher lived. <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs> my mom still lives in Rockville Center.
0: Stop. My mom too. Yep.
1: And my dad still lives in Oceanside.
0: Wow. Small world. I used mm-hmm. to go to the Oceanside New York Sports Club. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh, by nature was over there. This is so funny. Wow.
1: Six degrees. There's Small always somebody. World. There's always, always somebody. somebody. So, anyway. Back to, our, back to our regularly scheduled program. So once you decided to, that you were going to get into wrestling, um, yeah. were you searching for wrestling schools? You know, how, where did you train? How did that all come about?
0: Yeah, so from that boyfriend, I knew some people in the wrestling circle just because I was around it for so long. Um, before that, I met a lot of people. Um, so I was like, well, I'm not going to go to his school. Um, so <laughs> there's one other option and those other people were telling me and it was creative pro, um, in long Island and, um, Curt Hawkins, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, uh, Brian Myers and Pat Buck, uh, were the trainers there. And I was like, well, these people have connections. It seems legit. I went to a few of their shows and I was like, this is so fun. Like I'm going to sign up here. And I just paid my tuition online. Didn't even know if I would like it. And I just showed up.
1: <laughs> How was it train with those guys?
0: Uh, it was crazy. I was so intimidated coming in because there wasn't many females. Um, and everyone was so athletic. And I was like, wow, everyone's really good already. And I'm gonna stick out like the sore thumb and everyone's quizzing me like, well, what do you watch? What do you like? What do you you know, why do you want to do this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, just wanna, I just I love it. And I want to try it, and let's see what happens. Um, And yeah, it really tested me, but I fell in love with it so quickly. I remember taking my first bump and like just full on crying and be like, don't cry in front of the boys, don't cry in front of the boys. Um, But yeah, like I I fell so in love with it. I mean, I was the first person I practiced, last person to leave. Like it was just such a good experience and a great community there.
1: That's all. You were a go-getter, so I'm sure that that stood out. What was like the hardest part uh, other than taking that first bump? What was the hardest part of training?
0: Um, I think because when you're in a facility with only one ring, when everybody's watching you and you're expected to go through the motions and you know only two people can be in there really at a time wrestling, so everyone else is kind of watching and judging. Mm. It was really nerve-wracking, so I think that was the most nerve-wracking part at first. Um, but yeah, I got used to it, and I was like, all right, this is how it's going to be. Just do it.
1: Now, speaking of nerve-wracking, yeah. s- some people out there, if you don't know her from the indie scene, you might have seen her on a little show, just like two million something viewers probably at the time called Raw. Uh, how, how did the opportunity with WWE uh, happen?
0: Yeah, so this is a crazy story, as all my stories are. We love um,
1: crazy stories.
0: So we were at practice, and a lot of the people at Cap, because of the connections that our coaches had, we got to go and do extra work. So basically, like you get to go to TV. Um, you'll do like a SmackDown and a Raw. You may be like a doctor or in like No Way Jose's conga line sort of thing. So that's what yeah. you expect going into it, you know? Like, all right, like I'm gonna be in the conga line. Um, and I had broken my nose. Uh, a few weeks before that, and actually had surgery. So uh, technically, I was not supposed to be there. <laughs> so I was putting like cover up on my nose, taking my tape off of my nose, like God, like just stay in the back, you know, don't tell anybody. Had to get physicals with the doctor, lied, whatever. <laughs> so I ended up going to extra work, and it was in Baltimore, Maryland, and I was going with Chris Statlander, who you know is now in w- uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, we're gonna road trip out to Maryland. Well, we got in a car crash. Literally, we got in a car crash on the way there. It was storming badly. Oh. So as we were waiting for her father to come because her car was smoking, um, I had my phone out. My phone got wet from the storm and just crashed. So I'm like, great. So now we got to go to Baltimore and get there at like four in the morning. And Baltimore is not the safest area. Uh, and we didn't know that at the time, but that's a whole nother thing. So I ended up getting my car. We rushed down. I brought my computer. Um, we got up. I think we got to Baltimore at like four or five in the morning and had to be at TV at like seven. And then they looked at both of us at TV and said, okay, uh, go see the doctor. You guys are going to have a match. And I was like, what do you mean we're going to have a match? And I'm like <laughs> wrestled in like a month and a half. I broke my nose. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, you know, Brian wasn't there yet. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Had our match. They looked at me and they're like, you're going to wrestle Oscar tonight on raw. And I was like, and I I still like it doesn't seem real like it doesn't seem like the whole experience was just so crazy and so fast and I was like okay what if I bleed what if my nose like busts open like what if they find oh, man, out yeah. like I haven't wrestled oh my god like it was the most insane experience of my entire life
1: what's the pre like you know you being you know just coming in and I said you know twice there Christopher, I am so sorry. I'm going to try not to say it anymore. It's not going to happen. But w- what's the pre-show kind of vibe backstage? Do do you and Asuka have a chance to, you know, talk about what's going to happen? Uh, yeah. You know, w- what's all that like?
0: Yeah, so we, yeah, we talked a lot. And at that time, her English wasn't great. I don't know how it is now. But three, four years ago it was not great. Um, so we had um Sarah Stock was the person kind of agenting the match. So just going over it with us over and over and over and over again because Damn. I was freaking out. And mind you, this was my third match like ever. And like I was wow. very, very new to the business. So I was like, You're gonna throw me on T V, you idiots. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really crazy. Uh everyone's practicing ringside and um, it's very choreographed the way that it's kind of structured um, and, you know, you're looking for TV angles. It was just very different than what I was used to, even though mm-hmm. I kind of did train at Creative Pro for TV and that mm-hmm. sort of style. Um, but yeah, it was just very specific and choreographed. And like, I, I was ringside up until I had to get my makeup done for the match. So I was literally out there with her for hours by myself. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Yeah. What, what was it like walking out from behind that curtain, you know, for the first time there's a crowd like no one n- no one there probably knows you unless like the people that you came with were were sitting there. What what did that feel like?
0: Uh I remember coming out and I was uh the ref was actually a New Jerseyan. Um so he was like around like WrestlePro and Creative Pro. So we're kind of from the same spot Mm. um and he's like look around casey like look at the crowd and i was like nope
1: (laughs) (laughs) blinders there's no one here
0: i was like tunnel vision i'm not i'm not taking this in i'm not taking this in right now because it was just it was overwhelming and i was like i just want to get through it i want to make sure i don't get busted open on tv um you know i was like don't they find people for pleading i was freaked out um but yeah and i remember calling my mom on Kristen's phone and be like mom i'm gonna be on tv tonight and she was like no you're not and I was like, yeah, I am. And then of course she fell asleep and missed the match. But um, yeah, I like didn't, I didn't process it. I, I mean, I still haven't processed it. But yeah, like going out there, I was just like going and then seeing her entrance from in the ring and seeing her come out like that was cool. one of the coolest things. Like that was cooler than the whole match. Watching awesome. that from in the ring was the coolest thing.
1: Now, did you get any feedback from like anyone backstage or friends, from Asuka even?
0: Yeah, everyone was lovely, and I thought coming into it that people were going to be really mean just because they're like, "Who's this like, you know, little jobber coming in and thinking?" You know, I was very nervous. Um, And my stockings actually had a bunch of holes in them, so before I went out, I was like, "Great, I'm going to look like trash. Like everyone's going to make fun of me because I'm not prepared." And one of the makeup artists said, "Oh, someone overheard you uh, talking about your stockings, so uh, they're going to come back with a pair for you." And I was like, "Oh, wow, that's really nice." And Sure enough, it was Alexa Bliss, and she's like, "Here, stockings." Like, everyone was so supportive, so nice. Um, Got a lot of great feedback from Bailey. She was helping me while I was out in the ring, and she was like, "Yeah, like I'm gonna watch your match. You're gonna be great. Don't worry about it." Um, I I hugged Vince McMahon, which is the most insane thing I could ever say in my life. Um, Stephanie, like everyone, was just so sweet and so supportive, and like, "Great job, kid!" Like, so it was totally different than what I was actually expecting.
1: That's awesome. The stories are like the best thing to find out all that, like for, for, for a fan, for someone that's, that's, that's on this side of the, the TV. It's, it, i am always, I always wonder what happens behind stage. Like, are people just, you know, separated they're not even talking to each other or like, is there so like, is there a lot of interaction? So it's awesome when we get to talk to people that have had an experience like that, to yeah. hear you know those stories it's so awesome
0: it's it's crazy i mean even titus o'neil was so so funny because i was having a panic attack backstage and i remember looking at gorilla and seeing the miz and matt hardy and they were the match before mine and i was like i can't process oh, this and i'm like literally having a panic attack going like this and titus and like you're fine just chill out like just go out there and have fun like stop worrying about it i was like okay
1: it's like, thank, thank you. I, I appreciate that.
0: You're making it worse. And then everyone is yeah. like behind the curtain, like, I'm going to watch your match. Good luck. And I'm just like, you know, there's no pressure. No pressure, guys. Just
1: don't look away. Look yeah. away. Don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Too much. Too much for me.
1: So, a hot button topic that has happened over the last, I don't know, week or two are intergender matches. Now, you've had a couple of those. A lot. Yeah. What's, uh, yeah, just a couple. what's what's uh what's the difference between like is there a difference between working with you know a male talent in the ring compared to a female is there positives and negatives to either one you know what's what's that like
0: there's definitely and I say this all the time and I want to make sure I say it right this time before people come after me there's definitely we don't want that yeah oh it happens anyway but um there's definitely positives and um and negatives of both. Um, But I would say about working with male talent, I feel, and this is just from my experience, I feel as though a lot of the times it's less competitive. Because with women, you know, there's only one female match on the card, usually, if that. Um, And if not, it's a whole woman's show. So people are really trying to stand out because they're trying to get that shine, they're trying to get their name out there. So I feel as though sometimes that can get a little lost in translation with matches, because they really want to look great. And they Mm -hmm don't necessarily work the best with you. Now, that's not for everybody. I've had some amazing female um, matches. And I, obviously, I'm a female wrestler. I love working women. Like That's just what we do. Um, but I will say that working with men, I feel as though it's a little bit less competitive only because we're all working together. And it's more of like, let's all look great because they're going to have a million more spots and they have just more opportunity, unfortunately, than we do. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's not for everybody. I mean, I've worked some amazing female talent. I love working female talent. It's just really, it's a give and take. Sometimes people just want to really get their name out there. So,
1: Death matches. We've all been in them. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah. Maybe Christopher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, <laughs>
1: He's like, no, not me. What kind of got you started into doing that? And the inevitable question: Why in the world?
0: Well, my husband. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, when I when I first started watching wrestling, that's like a kind of what I was into. But I would never, in a million years, ever think that I would physically be in one. Um, and then, you know, my husband Brandon Kirk, he's a he's a big deathmatch match guy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, in general, but, you know, that's his genre of choice, so uh, I was around that a lot, and I was interested just getting involved at first, Um, and when I got invited to kind of join along in CZW, uh, it just made sense um joining in on his storyline, you know, he was in the Cage of Death, which was the biggest show of the year, and I was like, if I'm going to get involved, I'm going to do it big, I'm going to help you out, because this is your dream, your goal, and I'll just try it out, and I did, and <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs>
1: And you kind of like it right now.
0: And, like, if if the mood is right, right <laughs> like, I'll have anxiety about it for five months beforehand. But, yeah, I'll do it.
2: It's interesting. It's like you're creating this portfolio of matches where you've kind of done a little bit of everything and you're kind of going through the, I'm going to try every stipulation. I'll give it a shot. I'll it's get into it. It's the wrestling buffet. Take a little bit of that. Little piece. But it's, it's building that portfolio. And it's just interesting to watch your career and, and go back and do the research on your career because you can see it morphing into almost the beginning stages where you were when you yeah. really fell in love with wrestling, with the mm-hmm. ECW.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Everything kind of comes full circle. Um, but that's really what I love about wrestling is that there's so many types and so much to learn from. And I want to do it all. And I want to learn it all. And I want to experience it all. So uh, doing the deathmatch stuff was like, you know, like little me being like, yay, like I get to do some cool stuff and blow up too. So, you know, it was just, it was just neat. It was a cool experience.
2: Now there was a, an unfortunate uh, synergy event that you weren't able to attend. Yeah. Uh, we want to touch on that briefly because obviously it, it was a, a big match for you. It was a match that we were all looking forward to in that triple threat match, but you mm-hmm. weren't able to be in the match. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, how are you feeling now and what's the plans going forward to kind of get back in there?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great now. Um, you know, it was a rough couple of weeks, but I'm good now. And yeah, I'm excited to kind of go back. My match graphic actually just dropped like right before we started recording this. So that's when I was checking on my phone before to see all the trolls coming at me. But um, yeah, like it was really tough not being there. I was live tweeting the whole time. It was really exciting to watch. Um, And, yeah, those are two competitors that I was really excited to get in the ring with. And, unfortunately, now I won't be able to wrestle Ellis, maybe in the future. But um, I'll still get that match with TJ, now someone else. So I'm looking forward to just giving the fans what they want. It killed me to see everybody like, oh, I wish Casey was in the match. I was like, I do too. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And this match will be bigger and better for me. So, you know.
2: The crown just seems like it's on – wrong head right now it just seemed like it would have fit a lot better
0: the wrong bleach blonde hair (laughs) (laughs) man now
2: let's talk about just you as a person you're an italian i'm an italian we love Italian. he's not italian it's okay so we want to talk about growing up italian and what was growing up Italian like because I know what it was like and it involved food everywhere oh yeah so what was what was growing up Italian like
0: So much food, a lot of loud, obnoxious people from New York. Uh, Yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, my whole family's from Long Island, so I actually grew up upstate New York. Well, Poughkeepsie, kind of upstate, um, to Long Islanders, at least. And yeah, like, everyone was from Long Island, and we'd go, and we have these crazy family meals. Um, We had a membership at the beach club, so we'd always be at the beach with, like, those long tables, like, just everyone obnoxious just be like oh my god this is my family <laughs> like um uh, but yeah like i loved it and i still do like it's pretty i love my italian roots and we used to like make pizza Gana, like homemade mm-hmm. stuff like every year and it's just fun
2: walk me through a sunday dinner walk me through the courses walk me through what's what's being oh, served
0: god. what would we have like a lot of antipas so for people who don't know it's just, like a lot of like random crap put it in a, put it in a plate <laughs>
2: meats meats and olives and yeah just... yeah
0: meats olives pepper um, maybe yeah peppers uh stuffed olives and then you go into like like a pasta like stuffed shells and all these different pastas <laughs> yeah and then like every type of meat it was just crazy a lot of wine you know not for me because i wasn't of age but they my family drank a lot <laughs> like a lot of wine a lot of Zambuca, just uh mm-hmm. Just being loud and obnoxious, and everyone yelling and hands, and yeah, it was just—it was great. It
2: was great. S- store store-bought wine or homemade wine?
0: uh you know we never did the homemade wine. I don't think my grandmother, bless her heart, my like, yeah, my grandmother was so into like boxed wine.
1: What? <laughs> hey, it's easy
0: so into box wine but um and she okay. loved whipped cream which is really random but she would always have like whipped cream with her dessert uh, always lots of desserts too like a lot yes. of sugar.
2: did you have the fruit course as well with the dessert course because there was two different courses it was fruits yeah. and then desserts
0: no i don't even think we did fruit i think we just yeah. went right to the crap <laughs> like <laughs> I think it was even like anything healthy i don't remember anything healthy i was
1: are, like you guys I, are making uh, me
2: hungry right now
0: you're right? right. Like I'm on a diet. <laughs> Thank you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right.
2: Last last Italian-based question. Yeah. Is it sauce or is it gravy?
0: It's sauce. It's sauce. And I'm surprised that neither of you have like a really like crazy Long Island accent because like mine's starting to come out right now. Like and I'm just looking at the Mets hat and getting like frustrated, so I keep like.
2: <laughs> He did it on purpose, I there, bet. There's a, there's a whole bunch of Mets stuff back here. You get more frustrated. He's got with, seats from yeah. Shea Stadium back yeah, there. Those are actually from Shea Stadium right
0: there. Uh, my sister has them, too. We're giant Mets fans, so I understand the frustration. Yep. I get it. Yeah, I get it.
2: The accent comes out as I talk faster, if I get angry or worked angry. up. You get me talking about maybe, like, Oreos? Maybe I'll start getting <laughs> hyped up, but we'll see. My, <laughs> wife, my wife always says,
1: when I get when I get mad or angry is when the New York starts to come out of me
2: yeah, you, yeah don't, and it's, you don't want to yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah you get in trouble yeah yep, same
2: so what kind of hobbies uh do you have a, a lot of wrestlers you know wrestling is a is a big profession where you're basically putting all your time into wrestling but mm-hmm. you have to have an outlet so what kind of outlet do you have what kind of hobbies do you have
0: um, I have a lot. Uh, anything Disney. I'm obsessed with Disney and Disney World. We are annual pass holders. It's like disgusting that both of us, any time that we have off, we will go to Disney World <laughs> or watch Disney movies. Like it's, it's sick. Um, there was a time where I would watch Moana every night before I went to bed and my husband was starting to get really pissed. He was like, you need to turn it off because I'm having really bad dreams." about Just
2: <laughs> <laughs> turn and say you're welcome.
0: Right there, oh, okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, anything Disney, I love being outdoors, I like hiking, surfing, um, anything beach related is great. Yeah, I find most of my time just trying to just chill now, um, because the time I do have off is really precious because I still work like a normal nine to five. So any time that I have just to myself, um, yeah, it's really sports, the Mets, unfortunately, um, you know. That sort of thing. But, yeah, I just like spending time with my husband, my pets, and watching Disney movies.
2: Are you a hockey fan?
0: I'm not. But I okay. I, I was born into being an Islanders fan, so that's just how okay. life works. That's, that's but.
2: Okay. It, it usually goes Mets, Islanders, Jets. That's usually the threesome.
0: Yes, but I converted last year to a new football team. Um, because I was like, you know what? I'm an adult, and I was born into that, and I don't have to be a Jets fan anymore and do that to myself, so I'm now a cheese fan. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I love- I'm, a 40, I'm
2: a 49ers fan, so we're not. Oh,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> I, I usually pick it on, like, men that I would, like, always tell my husband, like, my second husband or, like, my third husband, so, like, Travis Kelsey, you know, so that's kind of and, – and my initials, K C so it worked out.
1: There you go. I'm a Bears fan.
0: Oh, so, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I've, I, I've, the, only, the only New York team I've ever rooted for was the Mets. And I was like, to hell with you, Mets. I'm going to be a Cubs fan. And that did not work out for a very, very, very long time.
0: No, I feel like if you're born a Mets fan, it's in your blood. And you like, you cannot shake that. Like, you can't.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> we, you talk Disney.
0: Yeah.
1: What's your favorite Disney movie?
0: Oh my God, that's so hard. Um, I, I have to say Beauty and the Beast because it was my first ever movie in the movie theaters when I was baby. Um, yeah, so I'd have to go with that, but I love Pixar so much and I mm. could watch every Pixar movie 400 times in a row and never get bored of it.
1: I, I myself am a Lion King fan.
0: Oh, did you like the remake, the live action?
1: Um, I was hesitant at first. Yeah. Um, it's different. I, I don't – Scar was one of my favorite, like, villain characters. And yeah. I absolutely loved his song in the animated one. And, yeah. like, we got to the movie theater, and I'm like, I can't wait for this part. And I go to start singing it in my head, and I'm like, you changed the words. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and I got so mad. I yeah. still like it. It, it. it was very fun and interesting to see how they did it. Yeah, I wish they didn't change stuff, but. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a rough live action for me. I got, I gotta admit, I was like, eh. I Did you
1: ever there. see the Broadway version of it?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Very okay. good. I yeah. saw. I was able to see it in its first run, and it was a lot of fun to see.
0: Oh wow, that's incredible. But,
2: but you know what I mean, and I'm you have probably seen this, Casey. The actual show in the Animal Kingdom, the Lion King show, that one is. Oh,
0: good. That's so one of so the shows at the park. okay. So
2: Agreed.
0: Yeah.
1: N- not so much a favorite question, but yeah. being in death matches before, what has been your worst injury?
0: Uh, in a death match? Yeah. Uh, nothing too bad. I have some scars on the back of my legs from um, when I took the suplex into the exploding barbed wire. Yeah. My, the back of my calves actually got stuck in the barbed wire. So I have like two little lines down my, um, down my calves. But that was like the worst that I got. I haven't really gotten anything bad from deathmatch. I got a lot worse from being a manager, if you can believe it. I broke my nose being a manager, like bad, to the point where my first surgery, they couldn't even open my nose up because he's like, you're going to lose your nose. And I still need another surgery in the future. Like smashed it, sma- completely smash my nose.
1: With wow. a fist, with a brick, with, with like knee with knee. what?
0: With I a actually, knee. Two knees. Yeah, I got turned into a double, uh, double knee off the top rope. So I actually turned into it, and he landed on my face.
1: Oh, that—that's no point. No. Bueno.
0: On the top rope, and I don't even remember <laughs> getting to the back. And I just there's pictures of me just like out of it. Um, and Tommy Dreamer actually was there, and he came to the bathroom, and he's like, look. Uh, you know if I'm telling you you need to go to the hospital, then it's
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, if Dreamer's telling you you got to go, you you got to go.
0: I was like, on my way. And I, it was in New Jersey, and I was living in Rockville Center at the time, so I had to get someone to drive me back to New York. And my mom's uh. like, what are you talking about? You broke your nose. And she's like, they're just going to stick something in it and straighten it out, and then we're leaving. And the guy comes in, he's like, yeah, you need surgery, so uh, we'll talk in a second. I was like, great. Oh, <laughs> just looking at my nose, it's crazy
1: favorite stipulation that you could pick for a match
0: um probably no dq okay. just because that's the most fun for us <laughs> and i like watching those types of things like even or like last man standing which is really, really fun too because you never really know when it's going to end they tell really good stories
1: yeah uh favorite event that you've attended
0: ooh um i've attended a few wrestlemanias so i mean every time i go it's really cool and as a fan like when i wasn't wrestling which is so insane to see the amount of people and the magic and meet your favorite wrestler it was just so cool so i still love manias
1: nice we've been to one
0: which one uh
1: chicago wrestlemania 25.
0: 25. Nice. that's cool chicago that's really neat
1: yeah it was a pretty fun experience we got we got moved down because they blocked out our seats that's what we did.: And, do. <laughs> and we, were on, we were on the camera side where the cameras were shooting from, like, I don't know, maybe 20 rows from the ring. Wow. Oh That was awesome. awesome. That's,
2: that's
0: so but cool. it,
2: This is the secret I'm going to tell you. You buy obstructed view, and you Listen try to view. buy it in the corners from yeah. where the stage is, because if they build the stage too big, they have to move you, and they keep it on the camera side where the extra seats are. So if they move you, you move all the way down there. We've had it done like eight times.
0: Seriously? That is so smart. Case in
2: point, we went to uh, Royal Rumble weekend.
1: And when we went to the NXT event, it happened there.
2: Yep. Obstructed (laughs) you. We got moved into the (laughs) private bar area. Yeah. Like 15 rows off.
0: That's awesome. It was fun.
2: Don't Don't tell tell anybody. I won't, I
0: won't. Favorite
1: favorite opponent that you've wrestled so far?
0: This was a tough one. I've had a lot of favorite opponents. Um, I would have to say, I mean, still in the death match thing, Jimmy Lloyd was one of my favorite opponents, only because he really tested me, um, like, to a completely new level of what – completely out of my comfort zone. Um, and he was on my number one for to wrestle for a while, so that was definitely really fun. Um, another one um, that I really love working with is Vanilla Vargas, and she's from um, AAA, and just – incredible athlete performer um was really fun to learn sort of like a lucha style which i I really love doing that sort of stuff so she's another one
1: nice the dream match and i'm sure everybody asks you this question but who's it against and what's the stipulation that you pick
0: I, I get so nervous for dream matches because there have been some people, you know how they say never meet your heroes and it's like, oh man, I have all these expectations sometimes when I wrestle people and then I meet them and I'm like, oh man, that sucks. They don't like <laughs> 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 me. Um, like, can it be like completely unrealistic like that I'll never wrestle them? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, then I'll say Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho a last man standing Ooh. because just because just because i want to beat the crap out of a tough canadian man with long hair
2: there you go does yeah. he does he put you in the walls at some point during the match yeah like the real wall re- not yeah, this not, 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 Boston not the fake crap thing
0: yeah, yeah yeah the real one and then I, I get out somehow and use his line salt on him and win
1: there you go book it Sassy. i love it yeah Okay, so here, here's a random question. And I, I always have this question and it's, it's probably, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but I'm going to ask it. The figure four leg lock. Yeah. How easy is it to just turn the figure four leg lock around? Like, come on.
0: Eh, I, it depends who's putting you in it.
1: <laughs> That's a good answer
0: very simple like some people like really like my husband when he puts me like in and things while we're practicing i'm like you're gonna break my leg like can you please like ease up because he's just a psychopath so and then there's some people that are so gentle and there are other people that literally like wrap your leg around four times so yeah it depends who it is
1: oh man there you go chuck there i have my answer now because i'm always sitting on this side of the tv screen going just turn your body over and you reverse it (laughs)
0: Or some people are really heavy and you can't flip them and they don't give you any like leave. So you're just like trying to get over, you know?
1: That's true. I never yeah. thought about that part. Yeah. Us, us bigger fat guys, you know? <laughs>
0: no, it's hard, it's hard. Even when someone's on the ground and they're light to like turn their whole cause that's all on you. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if someone deadweights you, like you're just screwed and you won't get them over.
1: <laughs> okay. An- another odd question besides yeah. besides the double knee that messed up the nose yeah. what what was what's been the hardest bump you've ever taken
0: hmm. there's a few um one bump that i took at cage of death well actually oh my god they were both at cages of death so this past cage of death at cdw i took um a bump off of the cage and i fell into a barbed wire board and there was so much barbed wire on it that it oh it was so painful. And then I like it tilted on a slant when it broke, so like it was Ooh. I was falling down on it, like sliding down while it was still in me. That was bad. It wasn't even my damn match. Um, and then the cage of death. Before that, we had a six six man, four and four, eight man. I don't know, some big match. And I did a hurricane rana to the outside uh, with Dan O'Hare. And when I did it. We were supposed to go through like, um, like a box with like beer cans on it and all this crazy stuff. And we missed. Mm. So we literally just went straight to the ground. (laughs) Oh man. Really, really painful. Yeah.
1: That does not sound fun at all. Uh, another random question. I know I'm just throwing out all these random questions. Christopher is over here going, dude, we, we give them a list so that they know.
0: I'm I'm ready for it.
1: They're all good questions though. Uh, December yeah there is an event going on Mm
0: -hmm. and it's
1: an all-women's tournament Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with GSI how how the Garden State Invitational do you want to be in that so you can kick everybody's ass
0: yes the answer. Is, well, I, I jokingly asked Colin if I could ring announce, and then I don't think he he said yes because I was just like, "That'd be fun. Let me just like botch a couple of people's names." Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I want to be involved. I definitely want to wrestle, um, especially if he's going to bring in like really great women talent from all over the place, which is really fun. And I might already know what I'm doing, so Ooh. I might be there.
1: Ooh, okay. Be on the lookout for that, everybody.
0: Ring
2: an- ring announcing boxing yes. names. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, so I, I have no more random questions. I mean, I could probably think of some more, but you know, I won't. We're here.
0: No worries.
1: We are at the final question. Yeah.
0: As I always
1: say, it is yeah. the most important question. It is the cookie question.
0: Yeah.
1: Oreo cookies. Yeah. Are you on team single stuff, the classic Oreo? or are you team double stuff?
0: Uh, always team double stuff. Is there any other way?
1: No, there's if
0: not. If someone answers, answers like regular classic, like who are you? Like don't trust that person. Oh,
2: thank you. <laughs> thank you. Wholeheartedly agree. And single stuff Oreo you'd lovers. You'd be surprised. Not trustable. Not Isn't not there trustable like people.
0: mega stuff Oreo, like where it's like really filled?
1: There's the, there's the, the, the thin, the, the Oreo thins, yeah. the classic, the double stuff, the mega stuff, and then mega. the most stuff, which is like, it's, just, it's <laughs> utterly ridiculous.
0: Do you try like the different flavors of Oreos, like with the new ones when they come out?
1: Sometimes. I, Christopher yelled at me. I got, for Christmas, I got uh, a thing of, or around Christmas, I got a thing of the uh, carrot cake ones. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh, I got the carrot cake Oreos, and he's like, Dude, no! What are you doing? I was like, They're yeah. actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I try uh, those. And then he got he brings like home like new flavors all the time, so we get to try them, and it's, it's fun. Like looking through Stop and Shop, being like, Where's the new flavors of Oreos?
1: <laughs> have you ever tried the lemon Oreos?
2: They're so
0: good.
2: Yeah, hey, Christopher, I, I don't know about the lemon Oreos. Everyone's yeah. telling me about the lemon Oreos.
0: You got to be like in the mood because they're very sweet. So like you know, like but I could I could down a lot of those and the and the chocolate marshmallow ones, like chocolate covered marshmallow Oreos are really good. Try those.
2: Hmm. I just I just want my double stuffed Oreos and a glass of milk and just I'll be happy. I
0: feel that, I feel that. and a dye coke, <laughs> no milk for me, but a dye coke and some Oreos, some golden.
2: Golden Oreos. Oh, golden Oreos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey, we got through it. Thank you for dealing with all of Chuck's random questions yes. that he came up with. I appreciate it. All of our regular questions. It. I appreciate as well.
0: it. <laughs> they were fun. They were fun.
2: We've gotten to the part where it's your time. Uh, tell the folks out there where they can find you, social media, and where they can find you going forward if they're just looking for Casey and, uh, and some death matches.
0: Yeah. So I just ripped my Twitter. So I don't have a lot of followers because I deleted it for like three months. So go follow me. It's Katal Casey. And then my Instagram is Casey Lynn with an E Kirk underscore. And don't add me on Facebook because I probably won't respond. And I only plug wrestling events and I don't accept friends. So do that. Don't be rude and don't message me weird things. (laughs) 100%
2: agree.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: Well, Casey, thanks. We really appreciate the time. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, it was good reminiscing about Long Island. It was good reminiscing about Italian dinners. Uh, we appreciate the time you gave to us tonight.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun.
2: So go check us out. Uh, we are on YouTube. We have plenty of great interviews coming. We have plenty of great interviews you can go check out. Go check us out on WrestleJoy. This is the Bald Monkeys podcast. Don't forget our monkeying around Twitch streams that we have every weekend as well when we talk about just randomness I think we're talking about music soon that'll be in the past because this will be in the future Sure. true (laughs) and don't forget
1: to check out Casey on all of her socials that I'll put up in the credits for all you wonderful people
2: who are listening and watching go hit that like button go hit that subscribe button we'll catch you next time make sure to follow
1: Casey Catal on Twitter at @catalcasey. Casey And she's also on Instagram. You can check out her page at Casey Lynn with an E, Kirk underscore. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TheBaldMonkeys. You can also check out our interviews on WrestleJoy.com. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube page to watch our previous interviews, or our roundtable discussions. Just search for The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash TheBaldMonkeys. And finally, listen to The Bald Monkeys podcast on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.